Welcome back to Reading the Psalms. I'm Dan and I'm going to read Psalm 2 today. Psalm 2. Why do the nations rage and the peoples imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He that sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet I have set my king upon my holy hill. I will tell of the decree. The Lord said unto me, You are my son. This day have I begotten thee. Ask of me, and I will give thee the nations for thine inheritance, the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Thou shalt break them with a rod of iron. Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Now therefore be wise, O you kings. Be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry and you perish in the way. For his wrath will soon be kindled. Blessed are they that put their trust in him. This psalm holds all the power of the universe. It speaks of the power of God in contrast with whatever power the greatest kings on earth can manage to hold in their fists. God in his great strength, power, and might laughs. When the tiny bear cub decides to turn and scold its mama, the cub is bowled over and surprised by a swift swipe of the paw. When the nations rage, or try to rage, against the creator of the very soil on which they stand, God laughs. This psalm of power derides against these kings and peoples who are holding this kind of weak power. And why not? Their weakness is profound and insulting against their great God. It's despicable. Why wouldn't God laugh at them as he establishes the king that he himself wants to rule? God establishes his own son, his own chosen king, to be our ruler. This king has the great power and authority of God at his very fingertips. It's given to him by God himself. He has the rod that destroys. He has the uttermost parts of creation in hand. So let us be wise, be we kings or no. Let us carefully consider our God and our King. Let us mindfully listen to what they say, lest we too are held in derision. We are lesser even than the foolish kings mentioned in this psalm, so what do we think we are? Let's not hold our tiny fists to the sky, raging against the words that we don't like. Instead, let us lift holy hands, praising and proclaiming the good word of the gospel. Let us not be in fear of those who are around us, these petty rulers and kings who say and try to get us to stop spreading God's true word. Instead, let us live and share the gospel, the very word which will shake the ground on which we stand. Let's read it again. Why do the nations rage and the peoples imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He that sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet I have set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. I will tell of the decree. 
The Lord said unto me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Ask of me, and I will give thee the nations for thine inheritance, and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Thou shalt break them with a rod of iron, thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Now therefore be wise, O ye kings, be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear, and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry, and ye perish in the way, for his wrath will soon be kindled. Blessed are they that put their trust in him. There's a great occasion in the book of Acts in which God's people, in conflict with the world around them, pray to God and use the words of this psalm in their prayer to express their fear and their understanding of the difficult predicament they found themselves in. They knew the right thing to do, and they used the words of this psalm to encourage themselves. They did, make them, they did not make themselves out to be God, but rather to be God's children, and looked to this psalm of God's power as a reminder that they had the power of God helping them. So too do we today. We can do God's works because God wants His works to be done. It's not our power, it's His. It is He who is working and willing us to do these great things. And we move our will to follow after His will, and we can achieve so many great things on this earth. So let us take encouragement from this psalm. Let us build up our strength and hope and faith and trust, because God has all the power in the universe and all the power outside of it too. Well, thanks for listening in, and I hope to talk with you again soon.